Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Double Stack F1 Podcast. Honorat's on. Trevor's on today. Hello. We're here to talk. <laughs> hey, Trevor. Uh, we're here to chat about uh, Australian Grand Prix tomorrow. Um, tonight, actually, if you're if you're in the U.S. Um, I think tonight for everybody around the world. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about what we saw in the data leading into this race. What we're looking out for on track, and uh, you know what we're excited for. Trevor, did you watch Quali at all? I did. Uh, I watched most of it. Fell asleep at one point. I was trying to stay awake, but it was pretty pretty late. And then uh, woke up and and watched the rest of it. So, so I definitely watched all yeah. of it. I watched maybe eighty percent of it live, and the other twenty percent later. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, right? Like I. I have respect for uh, people that are in a different time zone. Uh, this is a humbling experience. And every year, and there's, I think, two races for us that we, we go through that is is this and the Japanese Grand Prix. Yeah, Singapore as well. Wow. We have Singapore. Singapore's late at night is or is it early morning? I don't know. I think it's it's late night for the Singaporeans, but like early morning for, oh, that's right. for us, I believe. Because it's, yeah. it's a night race yeah. over there. Yeah. But... but it's one of them where wow, full respect. If you have to, if you have to watch your race in the dead middle of the night every time, um, you're a big F1 fan. You're you're a proper fan. So, yeah, I just wanted to put that out <laughs> there. Uh, but yeah, exciting race ahead. Um, you know, I'll do the honors. Just intro the track. I know we talk about this every time, but you know, it's new track here. Even though uh, everybody knows the Melbourne track. Um, What's different about it this year something. versus last year? Yeah, exactly right. Let's just talk about yeah. that instead. Everybody knows it's a 58 lap track and blah blah blah. I think it's the it's a DRS. Uh, we have a fourth DRS now between turn four and nine, eight and nine. I'm sorry, uh, which is making for some insane lap times. And we've seen uh, even Verstappen's pole is like a 26 nine, I believe, uh, relatively one of the fa- lap a track record, right? Uh, so oh here yeah it was a one sixteen tomorrow one sixteen yeah yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a, a fast race tomorrow and and that probably sets everything up for like uh you know I, I'm exce- I'm expecting you know lockups here and there I'm expecting people to go wide uh we've seen a few of those in practice right did you you kind of noticed that yeah too, saw right? a lot of people struggling with the soft tires in practice a lot of people going off at uh, i think it was turn three um maybe another one yeah. um but yeah it seemed yeah, like we, uh, the soft tires were a challenge for the drivers getting them warmed up and uh it seemed like yeah. pretty much across the board it seemed like the drivers expected more grip from the soft tires than the soft tires actually provided so um that'll be an yeah. interesting thing to see tomorrow who who tries to to use the soft tire and who avoids it um, altogether? Because it doesn't seem like it's uh, that much of an advantage over the medium this weekend. No, no not at all. So it's 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 going to be. There's there's a lot. There's 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 truly an issue with with the tires. I don't know if it's the new construction for this year, uh, but it was it affected every single team. It took it just took longer for the for the for the Reds to fire up like ten laps or so each time so we'll see it opens up strategy too though right you can be you can get really creative with when you know 
you have uh, the degradation is so low on the on the soft or any other uh, compound that you can really take him out, keep him on for for quite a long time. But before we dive in and kind of discuss uh, kind of the three to five topics we'll be looking out for uh, during the race, just want to go quickly through the grid for tomorrow. Uh, we have Verstappen starting on pole, uh, starting on the left side. Uh, that's usually pole here at this track. Russell on his uh, on his right, Hamilton behind Verstappen, uh, Alonso, um, Sainz to Stroll, to Leclerc to Al- to Albon in in the in uh, starting off on eight, Gasly, Hulkenberg always putting that Haas out of place, uh, Ocon to Sonoda to Norris to Magnussen, De Vries, Piastri, Joe Guanyu, Sargent, Botas, and P twenty, Paris, and I think. I'll let you go into to, to the Paris discussion. I don't know where to start. <laughs> what yeah, really strange. I'm not like, I haven't totally wrapped my head around it, but he his car seemed okay um, on, uh, on the Friday practice sessions. Um, didn't seem like he had any mechanical issues, but from the beginning of FP3, it seemed like he had some sort of an issue. I'm not sure if it was with the brakes or with the balance of the car, but he kept uh sending it wide in the same corner i think he was off four different times during the practice session and it was the same spot he went off um during qualifying um in his first in his first hot lap so there's there's an issue with that car i'm not sure what it is um perez doesn't sound happy about it um but yeah it'll be interesting to see he's if if the car is put together correctly, it's the fastest car on the grid. I don't think anybody would even really argue against that. But I mean, you also have to be confident in the car you're driving, and it it, it didn't sound like he was confident in that car during the practice session or qualifying. Yeah, and and I I I, I agree with you on 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 that. And it seems like Verstappen as well kept saying he didn't feel all that comfortable with the car in general. Uh, as well, I don't know if it's the same issue. He was maybe referring to the drive shaft again. I'm not this sure. Weekend. Verstappen's he, it, been uh, complaining about um, the gearbox and how the car downshifts yeah. for the last two races. Yeah, he says so. Uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting. If I don't know if it's the parts that they have uh, that's been hearing that's maybe manufacturing defect or stuff, but. That's been affecting that car quite a bit, but it lines us up for a perfect race tomorrow. Uh, Paris charging through the field, most likely, uh, starting in the back. Uh, I'm thinking he starts on a hard uh, just to, to do something different than the rest of the pack. Uh, and he has a faster car. He's out of place. Um, he should be able to work his way through. And then it leaves it leaves him open for like, uh, pit stops if there's an incident and I do expect some sort of somebody going wide some yellow flag in a sector or or even a, a, a full-blown safety car here tomorrow so I think him starting on the hard is a it's an interesting strategy uh, yeah I would what were your take I would probably agree with that I think uh, I think he probably will start on the hard um, it sounds it seems like the soft tires not that great it seems like most people are going to start on the medium um if he's starting in the back of the grid he's probably going to want some sort of a strategy offset so it seems like the hard tire would be the the obvious choice for Checo. yeah and i think that i'm i'm excited 
primarily because it's been a while that I've seen Checo go through the field. Uh, last time from that I recall was at the Qatar Grand Prix. Um, and I think we, we remember the secure Grand Prix as well. Uh, that was, that magical. was an epic yeah. performance from Checo. He was, uh, I don't remember where he started in quality, but there was a big incident involving several cars in turn one. He ends up having to go back to the pit, changes front wing, comes out of the pit after lap one, uh, in last place and ends up winning the race. So that was a, a pretty epic, uh, so... performance out of Checo. And I'm kind of, uh kind of excited to see him coming from the back of the grid um tomorrow i think uh i I hope his car doesn't have any mechanical issues um that's still kind of a question mark but yeah if his car is uh is in good shape i'm excited to see him uh trying to make up some positions from p20 yeah yeah that'll be that'll that's i think that's what we're gonna we're gonna all enjoy that um so uh, if you're a Red Bull fan, you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of fun to see, seeing that car go through the field again. I th- I feel like they did do it on purpose, put put one of their drivers somewhere else in the pack to kind of give us a little show. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Red Bull, for that. Right. Uh, and another thing, other... I think everybody's <laughs> going to enjoy. How about this first segue? Um, Alonso versus the Mercedes. They're lining up uh, right next to each other. Um, I think Mercedes mm-hmm. is P two, P three. Alonso's P four. Um, and that's kind of a, a battle we've been talking about for the last few races. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see chapter three of the, uh, of the saga unfold. Wow. That, that is definitely going to be, uh, an insane race start. Uh, the only, that start having Alonzo and Hamilton together, uh, in, on the second row reminds me of, uh, Hamilton's first race. And I don't know if it was. It was the overtake was done here in Australia. I believe it was here uh, or Silverstone. Not doesn't. Do, I don't remember correctly, but he did that double overtake on on Alonso. So, um, so we'll we'll see how it goes tomorrow. The cars are similarly paced uh, from 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 what we we saw in the data. The Aston Martin slightly uh, ahead of of the Mercedes in terms of uh, race pace, uh, and and you know. Yeah, yeah, the, the, and the, the other thing, cars are super close, right? And the other thing that's interesting about it is uh, Mercedes did well here last year. They were um, P three and P four. Um, this is the track Alonso's always been strong at. It's actually the track he made his debut at in uh, two thousand and one. Um, we actually watched it the other day on uh, on F one TV. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's a track, it, a, a circuit that Alonso is very familiar with. It's a circuit where the Mercedes uh, has been fast here last year. Um, so it should be an interesting battle between the, the, the three of them. Yeah, last year they were uh, sec- third, right? Russell got his first podium. P3 and behind P4, Paris. Yeah. 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 Paris was second. And, and Ferrari was, Leclerc. was uh, on pole. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting. If I'm if I'm Hamilton, right, uh, or Alonso, I think there's I would expect both of them to start on on just the mediums, and even everybody on the in the top ten most likely to be on the medium, and it all be you know how you how you play the DRS game, right? After the second lap, I think there's plenty of opportunity to see a lot of movement around there and the, right behind Verstappen. Uh, he's probably going to be way ahead, uh, gone by then. But 
we we we'll, we'll, we'll see some some good battles between second maybe third uh, Alonso signs Stroh is slightly out of place as well or maybe in the right spot <laughs> and then Leclerc um yeah. and then Albon's right behind them right so yeah it's a setup is interesting I think there's and what was the gap between the top the top 10 there in quality it was pretty much one second so uh Verstappen's Q3 time was a 116.732 uh, Hulkenberg in P10 was a 117.735. So pretty much yes. one second wow. separates the top uh, top 10 on the grid. Um, that's one thing I've definitely noticed this year. The cars are a bit closer together um, relative to prior years. Yeah. The, the so Red Bulls you know, clearly, clearly kind of a bit faster than everybody else. But after the Red Bull, everything's mm-hmm. super close. Yeah, even when I look at re- the the race pace, like the Red Bull is you know five tenths, uh, four to five tenths faster than than both the Mercedes and 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 the uh, the Aston Martin, right? This this like the Alpine is also not too bad, but you know you can't. It's hard to gauge you know what they were doing exactly. Uh, you know FP two was a little bit hindered by the rain, so we had to like kind of rely on FP three data. Uh, and the, and there's a mix of people doing quality uh quality work and 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 at simultaneously with like long run pace mm-hmm. we had that incidence between Mercedes a Mercedes driver and Hulkenberg right where they they nearly ran into each other I, th- uh, I think FPG, I'm not but... certain who the other driver was I think it was Hulkenberg um Hulkenberg. but yeah that one was was a really close call and it would have been pretty yeah pretty ugly if they actually came together hamilton was coming in pretty quickly and uh hulkenberg didn't seem to to look in his mirrors at all so and do you think today to today or tonight would be mission 33 will come through is there a possibility of us of of it being the date where alonzo gets his 33rd win so uh, i believe the question was mission 33 uh how how likely is it to, to happen this weekend? It's not impossible. Um, Verstappen's been complaining about mechanical issues. I think uh, I, I think in in a race where Verstappen starts from pole and doesn't have issues, I, I don't think Alonso wins one of those races. But you never know. He's been complaining about those downshifts uh, so far this weekend. He was complaining about them in Saudi. Um, there's ish, there's some sort of a mysterious issue with Perez's Red Bull, so who knows? There could be more problems um, going on with Red Bull than than people realize right now. Um, but basically, yeah, it's it's anybody's fight. Um, after that, I think uh, Alonso's gonna have to do a good job. He's he's got two Mercedes to to battle and doesn't really have any help. Uh, Stroll is starting back in sixth. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's possible. I wouldn't. I don't know how likely it is, but it's possible. Yeah, no. I mean, I saw some stats uh, roaming around throughout the week where they're like, "Oh, hundred and first podium for any driver is usually uh, a, a win." So I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe today is the day. You know. So we'll see. What? Um, how large is the sample set on that? Hundred and first podium is usually a win. <laughs> How many people have, have had Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, like we five, got a sample set of four or five. 
But yeah, so yeah, mission mission thirty three would be on our radar as well tonight. Uh, next, I just just some some small maybe housekeeping <laughs> items that I think we'll be keeping an eye on. On it's the the Ferraris, right? A uh, little bit like we touched on them when we we're talking about the other drivers. I know there is inherently a problem there. Uh, with the car and and within the team dynamic, you can feel it with Charles, uh, Carlos, and even Fred. Fred wasn't as giddy as he he usually is uh, on race weekends. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think they're doing some work. But as for tomorrow, I I think they they'll be able to show more pace on this track than than we saw in Quali, right? Mm -hmm. There's possibility to have them in the mix quite close with the with the red bull with, with the mercedes in aston martin maybe put a fight to, to to the red bulls who knows but i think there's something there to, to to keep an eye out for i would agree i was pretty surprised by their qualifying results um fifth and seventh i, I would have expected something a little bit uh higher up the grid from ferrari um so we'll see i think uh i'm not sure you know, P5, P7 is is entirely representative of what they have, so we'll see what they're able to do tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, their 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 long run pace uh, on the softs for Leclerc, and I think Science did his his run on 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 the softs as well. They're they're relatively close, one twenty uh, a twenty three five uh, for Signs and a twenty three two for for on average, right, for for Leclerc. So they're really yeah. closely matched. Uh, I think Paris is just not enough to compare for Paris, but I think the, the Red Bull is like a second ahead of everybody. Uh, but everybody else is around that 22, low to mid, low to high 22s and uh, mid 23s. So I think that, yeah, depending on where you find yourself in traffic, Melbourne historically was a hard place to overtake. So... Um, yeah, if with some clean air, I think there's, it's, it'll be hard to call, uh, the, the grid at the end, I think, but Ferrari has an opportunity here. Yeah, I agree. And with, uh, with the fourth DRS zone, I think, uh, that should help with, the the issues about overtaking here at the circuit. Um, definitely interested to see, to see how that plays out with, with Perez starting from the back, he's in a fast car, extra DRS zone, it should be interesting. Other Stroll, Stroll should probably put that car. So, do you think he brings it closer? Uh, he's he'll be more in the in the battle tomorrow as well, along with 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 the rest of the of uh, of the midfielders, I would say. So, Russell, Hamilton, Alonso, Sainz, Stroll, Leclerc. Do you think they battle together? You think Albon can get into that mix that mix as well, given the slippery car he has? Um, that's a good question. Albon was was pretty good here last year. He scored points in the Williams. Um, I think this year's Williams is better than last year's Williams, and Albon was able to to qualify P eight. So I think he's gonna have a strong race. Um, I'm not I'm not sure he's gonna get past the Ferraris or get past uh, Stroll's Aston Martin, but uh, I think he can he can uh, definitely score some points this weekend and. And have a good race. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's it's uh it'll be it'll be it'll be fascinating. I think we've seen now like the pack, like the pecking order getting confirmed, uh, 
across these races, right? Like we're seeing, you know, an an established order forming, right? Um, and we know what to expect. I think, you know, that 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 midfield is is going to be exciting tomorrow. But not to not to uh, not to neglect the rest of the the field. You know, we have Piastri starting 16th on his home debut. What do you think he can produce for us tomorrow? You think that car look, he he looks re- the race pace looks good on paper for him and Norris. Uh, so what what do you think he can make progress from 16? What what how did he end up there? He just couldn't put a lap together. Well, yeah, so like how how well can he do tomorrow? That's such a difficult question cuz we really haven't seen him race yet this season. Um if you remember in the first race of the season he came into pit around lap 12, 13, something like that, changed the tires, they dropped the car and it never started moving again. Um, that same race, Norris had several issues and ended up pitting, I think, five times. Um, and then last race with the the front wing end plate, he uh, had some contact in the opening lap, got knocked off, happened to happened to land in Lando's <laughs> front wing and kind of derailed the race for both of them. So I have I have no idea how good the, this McLaren is. It doesn't seem great so far, but we we really haven't seen it in action yet so it's really hard to draw any conclusions about the car but um i don't know my attitude is more you've got to prove it to me like first so until until they have a good race and until they kind of put it all together and and score some solid points uh i'm gonna be skeptical just because of how poorly the first two races have gone well they're still doing deals though they bagged another sponsor this week, so and the and the names of the sponsors on the car like changes during the race. That's got to be worth like five seconds right there. <laughs> so I, I hope that's gonna help him like you know distract his uh, his opponents as he's overtaking them. So he <laughs> puts a flip flip flips a sign, a new sponsor goes by, you know, on every yeah. take, a new sponsor is on camera. So yeah, I I hope uh, Piastri could kind of have a clean race tomorrow too. It'll be great for as uh, given he's 15 minutes from his house and racing for the first time in Australia. So it'll be good. I want to see him up there likely in the points. Can you imagine the crowd if he, if he makes it into the points? Oh, they'd be, they'd go crazy. Yeah. I've definitely (laughs) seen a lot of, a lot of McLaren number 81 hats um, in the, in the stands this weekend, watching uh, practice in the qualifying sessions. So we'll be cheering for Piastri. Lando's slightly ahead. Uh, another guy that you know I want to talk a little bit about is Yuki. Yuki starting 12th. Is this the day that Yuki finally, you know, comes over that curse, that 11 place finish curse? Do you think he can get back at Hulkenberg? Hulkenberg is currently in P10, and I think uh, Magnussen is right behind Sonoda, starting on 14th, and you know. Sonoza wants the ten, wants the point. Magnuson is pretty good, has a good race car as well. So, do you, can we see the uh, finally see Sonoda in the points tomorrow? I would love to, but I don't think so. Um, so, he's right ahead of him is Ocon. Ahead of that is Hulkenberg. Hulkenberg's got loads of experience, maybe not the best car. Ocon's got a pretty fast car, um, and then he's got Magnuson right behind him, and the Alpha Tauri, I. I kind of think is maybe the slowest car on the grid this year. Um, it's definitely down there. It's definitely less competitive than it was a, a few years ago when Gasly won a race with it. 
Um, so unfortunately, I like Yuki, but I don't. I don't think he's gonna score points this race. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, every time you say the AlphaTauri is like the slowest car on track, you're gonna put a dime in my cookie jar. In my cookie <laughs> jar, you say that every time. And it's well, just, it's just it remains true. Tomorrow. <laughs> What will the collection of dimes go toward? Will you send it to? Will uh, you send all the dimes to Alphatari so maybe they can build a better car? Yeah, I'll send it to the. To, I'll buy Yuki coffee or something. You can chat about it. <laughs> or maybe he he prefers food. I don't know. If we collect a lot of money, I don't know. It could be it could depend on how many times you wanna you wanna say it's the slowest car on track. So you can you can buy Yuki his own restaurant. That's always been his dream. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm investing <laughs> Yuki's restaurant with that. That's probably a better use of cash. Uh, but yeah, look, you know, cheering Yuki on for for tomorrow. Get finally getting that that much deserved uh, point for uh, the uh, the uh, the Tari team. Yeah, what is your top ten, man? It's your turn this weekend. <laughs> it is my turn. Uh, and it was a Boy, it was a tough I one. I forget. I was kind of hoping you'd forget, but but here they are. So I think. Uh, I think Verstappen's gonna win. Um, I think Perez is gonna make his way through the field and finish second. Um, I've got Alonso at, at third, followed by both of the Mercedes, but with Hamilton in front of Russell. Um, and then Leclerc, Stroll, Sainz, and then rounding out the top 10 with Albon and Hulkenberg. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> I'm on a Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> Hockenberg, you said. So Hockenberg picking yeah. up his first point, right? Yep. Uh, yep. Nice. Nice. And Albon doing better than last year and coming in P9, I believe, right? Last year he yep. was. Last year he was, he was P10. He had that mm. mega stint on the hard tires. <laughs> um, could If it were legal, it would have been a zero-stop race for, for him, but he had to come in on the last lap to get that mandatory second set of tires um mm -hmm. but yeah he so. did he did 57 57 on or 56 <laughs> on the uh on the hards an offsetting strategy and then moved to the moved up moved over to the to the softs the, the only driver to actually use softs last year so interesting we'll see if if that's the case this year if it's just a mix of uh fastest strategy being medium to hard or and then an offset of hard to medium later on, um, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's we'll, we'll see if anybody puts the reds on tomorrow. Uh, if Albon does the same thing again, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, that's there's of... a great there's a great clip online of uh, Albon and Norris like laughing about about uh, Albon's mega stint in uh, in Australia <laughs> after the race. Norris uh, couldn't under because they were battling each other, but then Albon pitted at the end. And Norris couldn't understand why until he found out that yeah. uh, Albon was still on his first stint. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Melbourne gives us a lot of good racing. Uh, we have some friends over there from that 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 were that usually watch the race with us at Fela. Not usually, they would have failed once or twice, but you know they're down down under at the moment, sending us some some updates from the track. So you know, I hope they're having fun. <laughs> And uh, yeah, from there on, we'll, we'll, we'll be tuning in tonight, uh, watching as well. Where are you watching? That's my usual question for, for you, man. Where are you watching the race tonight? Uh, most likely at Fela. 
Um, I'm going to have to drink a couple more Red Bulls tonight than I did last night because uh, watching qualifying, I didn't quite make it through the whole session. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll be at Fela. I'll be more caffeinated than I usually am. And uh, yeah. that should be the that should be the trick. Cool. I think to send us off, I'll just highlight what we what we're looking what we look forward to tonight. We'll be keeping an eye out for Paris, uh, watching the battle in the midfield between Alonso and the Mercedes, uh, seeing what the Ferraris can deliver in that battle as well. Um, Yuki Sonoda in the points maybe. Uh, that's we'll that's see. my personal thing. <laughs> and uh, you know, but Albon in the points delivering at home. Yeah, Albon also is one to keep an eye on, uh, and Piastri coming through and maybe put, getting some points out of that uh, McLaren finally. But yeah, mm -hmm. thanks for uh, listening. Anything you want to say to our listeners before we, we head out? Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you tomorrow after the race. Yeah, and if you haven't liked or subscribed, I know you can like on, uh, on Apple, uh, so you have that option there. You can give us five star rating over there as well. Uh, if you're listening on on uh, Spotify, you know, share, give us comments, uh, and you know, distribute the podcast to your friends who you think it'll be valuable for. And uh, yeah, keep let us know what we can do better. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll catch up right after the race. Sounds good. Bye, everybody. Peace. <laughs>